Hey everyone, if you know me, you know that I've been investing in precious metals for many, many years. Once I realized that private banking cartels could drastically manipulate currencies, putting my family savings in jeopardy, I decided to take matters into my own hand and diversify our savings strategy. This is why I buy physical silver and gold and invest in metals through our Roth and 401k. And I only invest with Colonial Metals Group. CMG is the exclusive sponsor of The Shannon Joy Show, and they're helping me set up a safe and secure self-directed IRA where I have access to my assets no matter what the stock market or, for that matter, the government is doing. Let the team of experts at Colonial help you protect your family's future with an extra special offer just for the SJ audience. Click on the link in the description below or call 888-705-0950. That's 888-705-0950 and you'll be eligible to receive a free safe and up to $10,000 in free silver just for the SJ audience. Join me today and take back your power. Secure your wealth with Colonial Metals Group. Hello, world, and welcome to the Shannon Joy Show. We're broadcasting from the Joy Virtual Studio right here in the beautiful Finger Lakes region of New York State. So good to be with all of you tonight. If you're listening on News Radio Wham 1180, the 50,000 watt blowtorch in the Northeast region of the United States. So glad to be with you guys tonight. If you're listening on any of your favorite podcast platforms, so good to be with all of you. It is Monday, January 2nd, the very first show of the new year. Welcome to 2023. And if I have one message to every one of you listening to the sound of my voice tonight, it is don't give up. Never, never, never give up on the truth. Do not give up on justice. It is going to emerge. And I think that we are going to see miracles in 2023. There are moments in time, moments in history when truth is revealed And there is justice. And I think we're very close to that. I mentioned on Friday, it seems as if all of the pieces are now on the board and they are beginning to move as we battle against the greatest tyranny I've ever seen in my lifetime. I know many of you share this same sentiment. There are so many angles to this. There is so much that we are going to look at in 2023 and so much to address, but we the people are going to have to stand up, speak out, put on our spiritual armor and prepare to battle because we are up against a great darkness, a great wickedness, a cult of death that I think so many of us now see clearly that we might not have seen two years ago, three years ago, 10 years ago, but it has emerged. And so now we move into a space where finally enough people are awake. The generals are in place across the United States of America, but also across the globe. There is no real clear leader. Everything is going to happen at the local level. You are going to have to get up and get out and activate locally in your own community to stop the COVID tyranny, to stop the death shots, to stop the global agenda laid out by the World Economic Forum and their massive banking corporate partners, laid out by our governments, Western governments across the globe who have been bought and paid for by big pharma, 
big tech, big global, and the big banksters. They do not represent the people. Whether it's the United States of America or the UK, we're seeing the same battles played out. Both political parties, the factions in every country, completely bought and paid for by this entity that seeks to basically own everything and control everything in the 21st century. It does now seem that enough people are awake. And Robert F. Kennedy Jr. in a recent interview with Oracle Films echoed that sentiment. Tonight on the program, we're going to talk about where we are. What do we do in 2023? What is going to happen? How do we continue to fight back? How do we begin to find our people? We do it locally. I'll give you some examples. I'm going to look at tonight my rules for resistance. This is something that I came up with almost a decade ago when I realized what we were up against. And I understood how dark and wicked and evil the political system was. And I really couldn't figure out, well, Shannon, how am I going to do this? Like, And I, I would talk to the Lord often about um, this darkness and how possibly can I engage in the political sphere and not be corrupted myself, right? How do I go up against the darkness and, and see the darkness, but also retain my soul, be able to look at myself in the mirror every evening, kiss my children goodnight and, and know that, that I'm doing the right thing. It's very tricky, right? Because the system is completely corrupted. And in order to win in the system, you necessarily must be corrupted. And that was what I grappled with eight, nine years ago after I was red-pilled, so to speak, and realized what we were up against. Both political, There wasn't a good political party and a bad political party. They were both bad and on the same team. And I really struggled with staying in this business and continuing with the political commentary because I'm not on either side of this political aisle. Right. And that came from once I realized that uh, I re- really put together for myself, it was just a list of 11 items, my own rules for resistance. And I'm going to share that with you tonight. I'm going to share with you the story of how I put that together. And hopefully, some of those rules will touch those of you listening to the sound of my voice, those of you who want to engage who know what time it is, you know that you have to begin to get involved, but you need some guideposts. You need um, you know, something to kind of rein you in and keep you on that straight and narrow. I have found it so interesting to me that I, uh, that I came up with these 11 rules, and they're not original. You can just go to the Bible. Frankly, go read the Gospels of Jesus Christ, and you can probably extrapolate my rules for resistance from what Jesus and the disciples did in the Bible. So it's, it's not anything completely original, but it is something that has worked for me and is something that I think can help some of you as we begin to understand what we need to do in the next year. So we're going to look at the rules for resistance. I'm going to give you some of my favorite resources. Everything is muddled. The entire game board has essentially been tossed. The pieces are in the air, and a lot of people are having trouble figuring out what are really good resources and where are we being led astray, right? There is so much fake news out there. In fact, I'm looking at a piece that I might go over ne- it, either tomorrow or later in the week on this show um, as the backers of former President Trump scramble 
to uh, save his reputation, save his candidacy, as more and more people are waking up and realizing that he was the author of Operation Warp Speed. He is responsible now for the vaccine disaster that we are dealing with today. You will now begin to see the trolls emerge on social media. The trolls emerge on Twitter and Facebook as people are waking up. And these news sites set up, Substacks now, and blogs and accounts who are going in and just slapping down massive levels of disinformation and confusion. This most recent one comes from the Badlands Substack. And it was written by one Kitty Gillespie, who I've never heard about, but this is being pushed out hardcore among uh, conservative thinkers and people on the side of liberty who have been pushing back against the COVID-19 vaccines. And it attempts to answer that question. Why on earth did Donald Trump push the vaccine? Why did he put Operation Warp Speed in place? And why does he still continue to double down on this to this day? And it's about 13 pages printed out. I went through some of it and it's absolute garbage. Absolute, complete, 100% garbage. And it goes back to the four-dimensional chess and Trump is a president. He's, he's the military commander and he's a military wartime president. And you have to pull the threads and you have to follow the white rabbit and you have to think asymmetrically. And, you ha- and it's, it's complete BS. I'm reading through this and I'm like, people actually believe this. And this is all designed to confuse you. And they're going to link you to military documents and websites full of conspiracy theories. And yes, believe me, we are seeing some of those conspiracy theories you know, come true today. But this is why discernment is so difficult and so tricky. And this is why I go back to my rules for resistance. And this is why I am so diligent and careful about the resources that I bring to you on this program every evening. The trusted sources that I have compiled through observation and discernment over the past 10 years. I watch very, very closely. I very rarely have to go back and, and take, you know, uh, fact check or, or correct something that I have given to you guys because I'm really careful. I'm really careful with my sources and I watch them over time to make sure that even in those hard moments when it would be really easy to fall in line with the political agendas of the day or the political sentiments of the day. These are people who stand up at at great risk to themselves and their careers and their fortunes, and they stand up and speak the truth regardless. And those are the sources that you need to trust. Prepare for this. Everyone's going to jump on the bandwagon now. All of the voices that you hear uh, across the broadcast waves or those podcasters, so many of them who were maskers and vaxxers and lockdowners, or you know, maybe they weren't pushing it, but they weren't talking about it. They weren't exposing the truth. They were also denigrating and uh, you know villainizing those of us who were speaking out, members of the Republican Party. There are so many, so many now that are going to come out and they are going to say, well, we said this all along. Well, we knew this all along. The vaccines are bad. People need to be sued. Pharma needs to come down. Pfizer, you name it. And they are going to pretend as if they knew this all along. They believe this all all along and they're going to try to rewrite history. And many of them will get away with it because most of you listening to the sound of my voice do not have the time to go back and fact check them. I do, again, because I observe very closely and I pay attention, right? 
But you're going to see everyone jumping on the bandwagon. And I want to share with you tonight my list of trusted resources. These are people who have been sta- people who have lost their jobs, their platforms. They have lost their reputation, enormous amounts of money. These are people who stood up for the truth when no one else would. And I'm going to share that with you tonight as well to hopefully prepare you for battle. Tonight we are preparing for battle. And we will be doing this over the next couple weeks. We also have some amazing events coming up that I'm going to share with you. We're going to continue to talk about the Peter McCullough event here in Rochester, New York. We are going to be bringing people from the region to this space in Rochester, New York with Dr. Peter McCullough and Steve Kirsch and Jeffrey Tucker, and Daniel Horowitz, just to name a few, as we pull these brilliant people together and begin to push that truth out. We are building partnerships. I am building partnerships with organizations. Things are going to change. This is going to be an extraordinary year. It's going to be a very difficult year. Economic turmoil on the horizon People are going to continue to get sick because they've destroyed their immune systems, which we'll address in a piece, a new German study that came out that Daniel Horowitz featured on his platforms that is the most important story of the week. And so we're going to hit all of that tonight on the Shannon Joy Show. But the takeaway here, the message, do not give up. Do not give up. The truth is going to win. We'll be back in a moment on the Shannon Joy Show. Thanks for listening to The Shannon Joy Show. We'll be right back. As you all know, the Joy family is super sporty. We all play volleyball. The kids are playing beach volleyball in the summer, high school volleyball in the fall. And right now we are traveling across the country almost every weekend, different city every weekend, playing club volleyball. And uh, the kids need good nutrition. Very difficult to be healthy on the road. Sometimes they're playing, you know, up to five games a day, 10 games in a weekend, and they need the vitamins and minerals. They need the nutrition. And I'm so thrilled to partner up with Field of Greens so that they can get all of the vitamins and the nutrients and the nutrition that they need to supplement their regular diet and keep them full of energy and healthy on the court. Also, healing after these long tournaments is really important. And the product line over at Field of Greens is fantastic. It is an easy way to make sure that your family is getting the nutrients that they need all natural every single day. Go to fieldofgreens.com. That's fieldofgreens.com. And plug in the promo code SHANNON. You can check out their whole lineup of products. And if you put in that promo code SHANNON, you'll get 15% off your order. So we're super excited to partner up with them and looking forward to a super healthy, super healthy 2023. Robert F. Kennedy Jr. recently did an interview with Oracle Films and it's making its way around Twitter, and he's echoing my sentiments, what I've been telling you now for the past couple weeks, that we have uh, approached the tipping point. We are at the tipping point. It is going to tip over, and the truth is going to roll out like a tsunami. We have enough people. It is a minority. And in this 
but it's a large enough minority. That's the critical component of this. And there are enough people scattered across the United States of America with, with, with very large platforms now in the globe, quite frankly, that are continuing to pursue this truth that you can't put it away. It, it's over. And according to Robert F. Kennedy Jr., he would say that about 33% of the population today is fully awake meaning fully red-pilled, right? The everything, every trusted entity is now come into question. People are questioning everything. All of our institutions, they have lost credibility. It's over. From healthcare to government, local, state, and federal, to corporations, media entities, all of it is now in question and people are beginning that's what when he's talking about that 33%, right? All of it has been corrupted. They've all lied to us. They've all worked together for their own agendas and we are now dealing with the ramifications of that mess. And so to the 33 his point here though is that that's enough, right? And the number one job of that 33% if you are awake even if you weren't awake in 2020, but you now realize what we're up against because of people like Edward Dowd and Steve Kirsch and Naomi Wolf and RFK and Steve Dace and Daniel Horowitz, all these people you hear on this radio program on a regular basis, McCullough and Malone. The job now of the 33% who are awake, individuals from every corner of the world, in your town, your village, it doesn't matter if you have a red governor, a red legislature, if you think they're conservative, they are not. Your mission from your own corner of the world is number one, non-compliance, and number two, to wake up as many people as you possibly can. Steve Kirsch and Ed Dowd refer to these individuals as the movable middle. These are individuals who sense that something is up. They're sensing that something is wrong. They're very sick. They've seen their neighbors, their loved ones, their children suffer after vaccines. They realize that there are, you know, that, that, that things don't make sense. But they are so captured by mainstream news media and the culture, so captured by the propaganda, they're not hearing the other side. And so our job in our daily lives at church, at work, at school, in your neighborhood, in your communities is to now become strong and stand up and use your voices to speak to them because we the people have to go around the captured media, the, the conservative media, uh, liberal media, Democrats, Republicans, none of those institutions are going to put out these truths. So the only way to get the word out is for we the people to begin to proclaim it from the highest mountaintop that we can possibly find. He says, number one, wake people up. And the other is non-compliance. RFK Jr. is now beginning to echo what I've been talking about for so many years, peaceful non-compliance, civil disobedience, a refusal to comply with unjust mandates, laws, statutes, dictates. It doesn't matter what they call them. It doesn't matter if they come in the form of an executive order or a law. If it is unjust, if it is a violation of our Constitution of the United States of America or a violation of the natural order of things, our conscience, 
what we read in the Bible. It is our responsibility to refuse to comply. If your pastor, if your church tries to reinstate a mask mandate, it is your duty. If you are awake and you believe this and you count yourself among that 33%, it is your duty to go to your church and refuse to comply with that dictate because it is unjust. It is immoral. It is insane. And it is a violation of not only our constitution, but of a natural order. A mask is a symbol of the dehumanization of we the people. It dehumanizes every individual. For me, it violates my spiritual beliefs. And I explained that to my pastor when he kicked me out of our church way back then, two years. And I had my own faith crisis after that, dealing with that. Right? But I refused to comply. And so RFK is saying, number one, wake people up. It's the time for fear is over. There are enough of us, 33%. And we are going to overwhelm them with the truth. Everything is in place. It is now your job to get out there on the battlefield with your voice and begin to speak up and to speak out. And number two, non-compliance. They are going to try to level dictates. And this is not going to stop. They're going to try to shut down your schools. They're going to try to reinstate mask mandates. They're going to try to take this, you know, another new fake pandemic or fake climate change emergency or a fake war or something, whatever it is. And they're going to use that to justify the fascism and the continued tyranny and the expansion of this brutal police state primarily in first world countries and Western developed democracies. And our job is to refuse to comply. Another story that we will be looking at later in the week has to do with Oxfordshire's county's uh, new plan. This is in the UK and the lid is blown off of this. Apparently they put in a city plan that is going to limit citizens to within 15 miles of where they live. They will not be permitted in a variety of ways with a variety of measures to leave their own 15 minute radius without permission or a permit or using an alternate specific route in their vehicles. And so it it's insane. I'm not going to have time to get to the whole thing tonight, but I have the document right here from Oxfordshire County's uh, City Council or County's website that lays out this plan. It is insane. And this is to battle what they call climate change. It is nothing more than brute, boot on your throat tyranny. And when you hear how they try to defend it, it will... It will chill you, okay? So they're not going to stop. The The job of the people in Oxford now is to fight this tooth and nail with everything in their being. It's not my job to fight for Oxford right now, right? Because I'm across the pond. And it's not your job to fight for Oxford because you're across the pond. But pay attention to it because things like this are going to come to your community as well. What will you do when that happens? Will you be mobilized? Will you have already formed your groups? Will you have already been spreading the word? You see, the job now is for us to get up in our own communities and fight back against this. And they are.
That's the good news. In fact, this is blowing up on top of this city council's um, head, and it's just glorious to watch. So we're going to hit this story, and I'll see if I can get an interview. Um, Maybe James Melville will come on with me later this week to talk about this. Okay, so back to RFK. Um, Your job now is to disobey. It is to disobey. It is to be non-compliant. I mentioned uh, churchgoers and Christians and people of faith, people within the conservative party or who would consider themselves to be conservative. This idea of refusing to comply, being disobedient, engaging in civil disobedience or non-compliance is uncomfortable for you, but it is righteous. It is righteous, and this is why you have to get back into your Bible. You have to figure out what it is you believe in, and that's we're going to discuss that when we talk about my rules for resistance. You have to know what you believe. You have to know where your lines are. What can't be crossed? And that doesn't have, that's not an easy thing to figure out for yourself. You have to think about it. You have to do a little bit of searching. When will I say no? Right? Thanks for listening to The Shannon Joy Show. We'll be right back. Hey, guys. I am so psyched to be working with the folks over at Colonial Metals Group. You guys know that I am all about personal empowerment, never living in fear or waiting for some politician to save you. Being at the whim of the stock market or the current administration does not make me feel safe or secure. But having a self-directed IRA where I can safely store physical gold and silver, assets that have stood the test of time, makes a lot of sense to me. Let the team of experts at CMG help you protect your family's future. Maybe you're just getting started. Maybe you're already in a 401k or an IRA, or maybe you're thinking about your parents' retirement. Regardless of your situation, Colonial Metals Group can help. We put together a special offer for this audience. Click on the link in the description below or call 888-705-0950. That's 888-705-0950 and you'll be eligible to receive a free safe and up to $10,000 in free silver. Don't sit around waiting for a politician to save you. Save yourself, protect your wealth, and call Colonial Metals Group today. And when you know that, you're going to be in a place to feel very comfortable, quite frankly. You'll feel very good, actually, because you know that you're on the side of righteousness. And you're on the side of truth. And you're on the side of humanity and of justice. But some of us still need to do that legwork in figuring out what it is we believe. RFK Jr. is encouraging people, I love this, to commit three civil disobediences every day. So you got to go out there and you've got to do something naughty. And I love it. Something naughty for the truth. And so this is something that you guys can begin. I call, I, I refer to this to exercising your resistance muscle. It is uncomfortable for people, as I said, to disobey, to not comply, to speak up, to stand up, to call out an injustice when they see it. This is something that has been drilled out of us completely drilled out of us as a society. And that's a whole other show that we can go into in terms of, of you know, how that, that has happened. A lot of it comes from us 
um, refusing to take personal responsibility for things and, and allowing outside entities, larger and larger government entities or corporate entities come in and do the things that we really should be doing for ourselves, right? And this has been, this has been happening for many, many decades. And we're just in that place now where we're completely, we, we don't know what to do. We, we see atrocities and we, we cannot ad- address them because we're just not used to it. So RFK Jr. in this interview with Oracle Films is encouraging people to commit three civil disobedience, dis- three civil disobediences per day. And this could be attending a rally, right? This could be um, going into a business that has a sign up saying you have to mask, walking into the business without your mask and saying and informing the owner that I will not ever come in this business again and I'm going to tell everyone that I know that I'm not coming into your business because this is a violation of my human rights. This is a violation of, of our natural rights. In the UK, this is very cool. I would love to see this happening in the US. I've already seen it a little bit. It's called stickering. And what they do is they take these stickers and they plaster them all over. Like they'll go, they'll go out. You can go to a hospital. Like I've seen stickers in hospitals that say simply the vaccines are not safe. And they'll like stick them all over the hospital. And they make them so that you can peel them off so they don't damage anyone's property. But they'll put flyers in windshields. They'll put stickers on gas pumps and at gas stations. And it lists, you know, some of them will list the common side effects of COVID-19 vaccines. Some of them will instruct people where to go, VAERS.com or open VAERS if they want to submit, if they think they've been vaccine injured. There are a whole host of ways that you can sticker. But that would be another example of a civil disobedience. You can have a conversation with a neighbor right? You can refuse to comply with a variety of, of unjust laws. Um, you can support independent, independent voices as well. So there are a lot of ways that you can, you can disobey every day. And really when he says disobey, I think he means just like going a little bit counterculture and doing those little things. I think it's actually a great piece of advice because doing those little things is going to help you when it comes time for you to do your big thing. And each and every one of you listening to me tonight is going to have a big thing, a thing that is meaningful, a line in the sand that is going to be meaningful for you when you're going to make a decision that is going to impact the course of your life or the life of someone else. And in order to get there, it just doesn't happen out of nowhere. You have to practice it. And great interview with with RFK at Oracle if you want to find it. But, um, you know, it's it's on and we have the numbers, we have the truth on our side, and it's just time to implement that and put it into place. We'll be back in a moment on the Shannon Joy Show. RFK Jr. now echoing the sentiment of Steve Kirsch and Ed Dowd and Malone and McCullough and all of these great leaders, Naomi Wolf. The truth is on our side. The people are awake. The job of those who are awake now is to refuse to comply, continue to refuse to comply, and to wake up everyone you possibly can in that movable middle, right? It is now time for us to go out and proclaim the truth. The conversion rate is on our side, according to RFK, meaning that those of us who have been red-pilled, those of us who now know the truth, we see it clearly, you cannot unsee it and you never go back. 
You do not ever see people coming from my side of the aisle and then, oh, saying, oh, you know what? I changed my mind. The vaccines are great. That is not happening. It, I, I don't have one example of that happening. I can't find one example of those who denied the vaccination, declined the vaccination, going back now and saying, oh, darn it, I wish I had taken a vaccine. It's not happening. The conversion rate is on our side, meaning that those who have taken the vaccine, who have seen its impact, who have suffered from it, who have lost a a loved one because of the vaccine or the day they got the vaccine, who've seen it with their own eyes, they are now movable. All they need is permission. They're thinking all this stuff in their brains right now. It's all swirling around. I guarantee you. People that you had a conversation with a year ago or two years ago who you would never think would come over to this side are now movable. And it's because of experience. You could have a person who is completely rigid. They are all in on the vaccine. But once personal experience sets in, and this could be a judge, this could be an attorney, this could be a politician, this could be a medical doctor, it could be your pediatrician or your medical, I mean, it could be anyone. And a few months ago, they were 100% gung-ho vaccine. And then they got their third booster and they landed in the hospital literally three hours later and almost died. That's going to change. That has impact. And only the, the, only the most rigid cultists are going to cling to this despite the fact that they're sick and they're dying and their loved ones are sick. Only a small percentage will cling to that. This movable middle is, by definition, movable. And the conversion rate is on our side. And so that's our mission for 2023. We've got a lot to do. A lot to do. Please mark your calendars, by the way. If you are in the Western New York region, Encounter Church on January 13th. It is a Friday in the evening around 6 p.m. We are having another meeting of Americans for Healthcare Alternatives. They've been getting 200, 300 people at their meetings. We've been meeting now for over a year. The mission is to build a wellness center to build a parallel institution alongside the decrepit and decaying hospitals where people will be healed. And we want to do this in Rochester, in Batavia, in Buffalo, in Syracuse, and across New York State. With Americans for Healthcare Alternatives, they're my partner organization in bringing Dr. McCullough to Rochester, New York. Mark your calendars for this as well. On March... What is it? March 10th and 11th. So mark your calendars for that weekend. That's when he's coming into town. You will hear more about his visit and those meetings. It's going to be a two-day event. So we're bringing a lot of big names in from across the country that are going to be here in Rochester on that weekend. And we'll fill you in with more information if you come to that meeting. So Encounter Church in North Chile, 6 p.m., January 13th where we are going to meet some great speakers, by the way. I'll be there as well. I'm not speaking, but I will be there. And uh, this is where you're going to find your people, okay? This is how we gain our strength, is by meeting each other, seeing each other, engaging with each other, and gathering up that strength in numbers. So now we know what to do. 
here's the question that you're going to ask yourself in, and how are you going to conduct yourself in this battle? What are your, your, you know, your rules of engagement? And that's something that I think is important to consider. It's, it's an exercise that I did with myself almost 10 years ago. And it's interesting for me to look back at my rules of resistance today. They're kind of like ingrained in me. I haven't actually looked at them in quite some time, but I will post these on my social media. And if you're listening um, on the podcast platforms, I will post them also in the show notes so, so that you guys can look at them and, you know, pick the ones you like, discard the ones you don't like. These are the things that work for me that I continue to go back to. And, you know, you decide for yourself. But I had to do this. I had to do this because I didn't want to continue in politics, so to speak, at the time. That was my excuse for it. Because I had been a conservative Republican my entire life. I grew up listening to Rush Limbaugh. I marched on Washington, uh, the March for Life with my parents. My parents were Republicans. All the kids were Republicans. We always voted for Republicans. We loved Ronald Reagan. And we considered ourselves conservatives. And that's just the conservative Republicans were the good guys and Democrat liberals were the bad guys. Good and evil. That's what I grew up in. That's what many of you have grown up in. That's what most of us have grown up in. Right. And isn't it interesting that that's how they divide us? One of the first divisions is D versus R. Then they have, you know, man versus women, black versus white, rich versus poor. There are all kinds of ways that they're going to divvy us up and and segment us, silo us so that we're not sharing information with each other, so that we're not sharing humanity. Right. Because we're all humans. We aren't meant to be divided. But that's one of those first divisions is the faction. Right. And so at that time, I was operating in that paradigm, right? Republicans are good, Democrats are bad. And the moment I got in, once it became my job, you see, before I started my show 10 years ago, I was a lay, a lay person. I was working in advertising and marketing, and I observed politics and listened to political pundits, and I was an armchair you know, uh, pundit, so to speak. But I, I didn't really pay attention. I depended on people like Rush Limbaugh and Sean Hannity and Bill O'Reilly at the time and Laura Ingram. I depended on them to filter into me what the truth was. I didn't do my own research at that time. Like many of you, you know, I'm one of you. I'm very similar to all of you in that sense. It was only when it became my job, my full-time job, to put a show together and to talk to people on the radio every day and observe the process and observe the players and, and watch what they say versus what they do. And it was only after I did that over a period of time, I would say about it was about a year and a half, maybe two years, did I just really, I was severely red-pilled. Severely red-pilled. Like this is all a scam. And I was also privy to things, stories that I haven't told you, but I will tell you one day if I ever write a book or something. But th th I was, God gave me a vantage point. There were things that I saw with my own eyes committed by Republicans, conservatives, evangelicals, things that I witnessed that confirmed to me with my very own eyes the things that I was beginning to suspect. And that's another show for another time. But I needed that. I think that I needed that from God to, to solidify with me what I was beginning to think and feel. And when I got to that point of realizing the whole thing was a complete scam and that there was no way, there was no way to run for any office or even become a successful conservative pundit or radio host because I was going to have to go up against everything they were saying, 
right? I didn't want to do it. I'm like, I don't, if I'm, if I'm going to stay in this, I, I need, because I knew I was going to have to sacrifice my soul and my principles and um, the, the moral commitment, the ethical commitments that I've made to myself and my kids. I didn't want to do that. And so my answer to that was my rules for resistance. And I, I wrote this to myself kind of, and it is really to be honest, based on the gospels of Jesus, Jesus Christ, I began to think of who was the most impactful organizer, who was the most Im- impactful speaker uh, ever in human history. It was, it was Jesus Christ. And he modeled behaviors. He did things. And he also brought in disciples and, and taught those disciples how to go out and proclaim a truth and how to do it um, with kindness and with love, but sometimes with fire. Sometimes you have to knock over the tables. Sometimes you have to call out your enemy as a brood of vipers and condemn them to the pits of hell because some of them deserve it. Not all of them, very few, but some of them do. And so he was the model. And then his disciples took that model and they went out and and proclaimed a message that is the most prolific message in human history, the gospel of Jesus Christ in Christianity, fastest, you know, largest religion on the face of the planet. That was from one man and 12 disciples. And so I thought to myself, okay, I can do this. So if I just model, if I just try, now listen, none of us can be Jesus. It's impossible. We are sinners. We are fallen. We never get this right ever, ever, ever. But if I try, if I try, then maybe there is a narrow path. Maybe there is a way that I can do this and, that, and there will be truth. And I, and I, don't, have to, I don't have to give up my soul and, and get into bed with the, with the, the snakes and, and the wicked. And so many people do. So many people think they have to. I see it all the time. If I just tell this one little lie, Well, I'm just going to align with this one person, this one time to do this thing. I'm going to have this one secret meeting. Well, I'm, and people will begin to tangle that they, they will begin to tangle themselves up in this web that they cannot get out of. And I've seen it time and time again with politicians. They make one accommodation after another, after another. And they say to me, I hear this all the time. Well, Shannon, I need to get into power. I can't help people until I get the power. And the only way to get the power is to do it their way, is to go through and into this darkness and adopt some of those tactics. But by the time they get that power, they are so corrupted that they can't do any good. I'll do good when I get the power, but I have to do evil to get to that power. It's a lie. You've got to do it the right way. You cannot cut corners. And somehow I instinctively knew that at the time that I wrote these. And I will tell you guys, it has protected me. It has not made me rich beyond my wildest dreams. It has not made me powerful behind my wildest dreams. I am still a tiny little radio station, uh, you know, or podcaster in New York. I, there, are, there are individuals with, with much larger audiences and much more money and all that kind of stuff. But it doesn't matter. I've, I, what a blessing that I get to do this and maintain my soul and maintain my relationship with Jesus Christ and, and our natural God. And let me tell you, doing it this way, I mentioned this last week, doing it this way, you get out and you are at a vantage point 
where you see miracles and I've seen them. And every time I see them, it only solidifies in my mind. This is the way. This is the way. So when we come back, I'm going to give you my 11 rules for resistance. And hopefully you can take a few, discard a few, whatever you want to do. But hopefully this will get you ready for what we need to do in 2023. We'll be back in a minute. Welcome back, everyone, to the Shannon Joy Show. My rules for resistance, I explained in the last segment how they came about, why they came about, how I put them together. And they work for me. They might not work for you, but here they are. The first rule for resistance, and this is what I told myself, order your life. Figure out what the heck you believe in, okay? Do you believe in Republicans? Do you believe in George W. Bush? Do you believe in money? Do you believe in your job? Like, what is it? that you believe in, and what is the order? Who comes first? Who comes second? Who comes third? And for me, it was God first, then my husband, then my children, then my family, then my local community, then my business and money and all that other stuff, right? But you have to put it in order. And once you put it in order, you you know, like if when when you come face to face with a contract or a deal or something that would require that you do something unethical or something that wouldn't align with your your ethical and moral beliefs, you can say, okay, well, I would really like that money. However, this is really going to conflict with my relationship with God. This is going to conflict with my relationship with my husband. This will conflict with my relationship, my commitment to my children and all those things down the line. You can measure everything up against that. And so number one, order your life. What comes first, second, third, and what do you believe? Figure it out. Number two, this is a hard one. This is in fact one of the hardest ones. Love your enemy. You have to. There, there is no other way. There is no other way to do this. You have to love your enemy. And, and that doesn't mean that you absolve them of guilt. It doesn't mean that you don't fight for justice. Sometimes people need to go to jail. Sometimes need, people need to be held to account. But you cannot hate them because that's how the enemy operates. That is their power. That is their strength. It's all in hatred, division, lies. If we're going to go up against them, we have to come from a, pa- a place of love, no matter what. Because if you allow that bitterness and that hate to invade your heart, it will turn you bitter and you'll do stupid things and you'll say stupid things. I see it all the time on social media when people call names or they use profanity or they're just vicious and nasty and they probably have a right to be vicious and nasty, but everyone witnessing and observing that interaction then comes away with well that per you, you know you ruin your message you ruin you, you ruin your message and so you can become very disciplined with with your messaging and your wording but the better thing to do is just work on loving your enemy loving them i used to go through this is <laughs> i really did this in the early days of social media where i would type out a response and then i'd delete it and then i'd type it out again and delete it and there's a person that i was engaging with on social media in a debate or a discussion and quite frankly like i felt like i hated them like i wanted to just pour out vitriol on these people and you know i think this is a phenomenon with social media but you can see it in your everyday life as well i made it a practice at that time to go to that individual's Facebook page, their personal Facebook page, and I would pull up pictures 
of their children, of their families, the posts that they made with their puppies and their kittens and the sunset that they loved. And I would read them because it, it humanized them to me. And when I did that, it would take away that hatred in my heart, right? So anyone that you're up against, I would encourage you just to think about them in their humanity, their, the things that they might be dealing with, the things that they, and that doesn't mean they're right. Doesn't mean they deserve to be in a position of power. Doesn't mean that they deserve to be walking free. Some of them need to go to jail. Some of them need to be executed, in my opinion, right? But you, you, not with hatred. That will destroy us. It will destroy you. I've seen, and I've seen it way too many times. And it also burns bridges, especially with the people that we can now reach today. There are people who were vicious two years ago, three years ago. Today they are suffering. And if you have, and quite frankly, we need them. We need more people to be, to wake up to this. If you burn your bridges with, with name calling and, and vitriol, then you, you will not be able to go back to them when they're ready to hear the truth. And everyone's ready at a different time. I wasn't ready to hear the truth when I was 35 years old. After observation and personal experience and things that I'd seen with my own two eyes, I then became, became ready to hear the truth. We have to have patience for those people. And even the people who are, are wicked, sinister, vile, purveyors of, of, of death and destruction, we need to put them in their place and take care of them, but not with hate. Not with hate. Vengeance is mine, saith the Lord. Remember that. Number three, another very difficult one. Tell the truth. Tell the truth. No little lies, no white lies, no little accommodations as best you can. None of us can do it all the time. And sometimes it's murky and you don't know, but it will keep you out of that tangled web. Just tell the truth. My good friend, Aisha Kreitz, who filled in for me last week, used to say, She'd be in moments where she didn't want to tell the truth, but she would count in her heads. One, two, three, Aisha, say it. One, two, three, say it. Tell the truth. Okay? Because that is going to, it will, it will tangle you up. One of the, the, the little lies here and there that then you have to keep track of and then you have to deal with, then you create bigger lies to cover up the little lies and even bigger whoppers to cover up the big lie that covered up the little lie. None of it. It's just don't lie. It's so much easier. It hurts a little bit at the time, but it is, I, I promise you, it is the best way. Number four, never worry, never fear. Well over 370 times in the Bible or something, I mean, it's, it's a lot, right? The Lord tells his people, never worry, do not fear, do not worry. Why are you worrying? What are you worried about? She said, why are you worrying about money or your clothes? Look at, look at the lilies in the valley. They're gorgeous. They're beautiful. You don't think that God loves you more than them, yet he, he clothes them in such beauty. So don't worry about that stuff. Just don't worry. And I, I assure you, many on the right and the left, there, the, there is a marketing plan for fear. Dystopia is coming. Armageddon is coming. You know, buy your seeds, buy your guns, start prepping. There, there is so much out there that, that infects people with fear. And when you're operating from fear, you're making bad decisions. Bad things are going to happen. Things are, and, I, and I don't sugarcoat it. The, the economic situation in this country, the, the currency problems, supply lines, 
a, a population getting sicker and sicker, we're in for it, okay? There's no reason to fear it. It is what it is. It's, it's happening. It's coming. Deal with it, but don't be afraid because you're going to make bad decisions. Embrace pe- principle, not people or parties. That's a big one, okay? I am a Trump supporter. I am a DeSantis supporter. I am an Obama supporter. I am a Republican. I am a Democrat. Stop with the I am and identifying as something else with a group or institution or person because they will always disappoint you. Root yourself to principle. I believe in truth. I believe in hard work. I believe in temperance. I believe in love, charity, kindness, Ten Commandments, whatever it is, but root yourself to principles, not politicians and not political parties, and then judge those politicians and parties based on whether or not they're furthering those principles that you are rooted to. We have a problem in this country with idol worship. We idolize politicians. And I watch people jump from Carrie Lake to DeSantis to Trump to whatever that new shiny object is that they can place all of their hope into. Individual beings, humans who are are sinners just like all of us. They can't be your savior. There's no way they can be your savior. And these institutions, some institutions are good. I love Children's Health Defense right now. I love the Brownstone Institute. Jeffrey Tucker, there are all kinds of people that I talk about with you all the time that, that I think are fantastic. It's because they align with my principles, not because I'm idolizing the person. And we need to know the difference. We need to know the difference. Number six, save your anger. Don't use it. Be temperate. Jesus called out evil when it was necessary to call it out. But that was very rare. For the most part, with the sinners, with with the, the people, he was compassionate. He loved them. He told them to stop sinning and to stop their wicked ways. But he was patient and he was gentle with them. With the Pharisees and the Sadducees, those were the powerful political elites of his time. He condemned them to the pits of hell and he turned over their tables in a rage. So he got angry, but very, very rarely. Apply that to your life. Do what you can where you are. You cannot fix things in Washington. You cannot fix things at the WEF. You cannot fix things outside of your own local community. So stop worrying about that. Keep an eye on it and pay attention to it. But get to business in your own spot geographically. It's the only power that you have. And political people, parties, your your talk radio hosts, The media will tell you to train your eye outside of your local community and wait for a savior. It's a lie. Get to business in your own spot, your own physical place. Number eight, resist with friends. Find a wingman. Find a wing person, whoever your goose is, the goose to the maverick. Find someone to engage with. Find a partner, one person. It will make it fun. And (laughs) it's got to be fun. All right, you got, there's no point in doing all this if you're miserable and you're lonely and you're alone all the time and you're stuffing envelopes or putting lawn signs out there. Find a friend, someone you are like-minded with, link up with them and resist with them and encourage each other. Shake it off. If you can't get to a person, this is the dust off of your feet. If you are proclaiming the truth and you're activating and you cannot 
get through to a person. There is a moment where you just shake the dust off your feet and move on. They're not ready for it. Doesn't mean you can't come back to them. Just don't waste your time. Rest when you need to. That's number 10. Rest when you need to. Too many people get involved in this and they don't do it with a friend. They're doing it alone. They won't shake it off and they go, 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 go. And then they hit a brick wall because they come up against this truth that it's both political parties. It's the D's and the R's. It's all the institutions. It's church institutions and and healthcare institutions all working together. The corruption is too much. They go, go, go. They hit the wall and then they never get involved again. They never get involved in politics ever again. And those are the people who say nothing you do matters. Nothing's ever going to matter. You're not, they tried it once, they hit the brick wall and they never did it again. And it was because they went too hard. They went too hard and they also thought that they were the center of everything, that they were going to save something. It's not about me. It's not about you. It's about being cheerful and getting up and getting out there, proclaiming the truth, finding your friends, doing it over and over and over and over and over again. And that might be once a week. That might be, be, you know, every year. It's going to be different for every person. But when you get tired, instead of saying, I'm giving up, nothing matters, I'm moving to Florida or wherever, instead of saying that, say this, I think I'm going to rest for a while. I think I'm going to take a step back from politics and I'm just going to rest. And then we'll pick this up again. Okay? That's number 10. And number 11, never, never, never Never, 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 ever, ever, ever give up. God will always provide you with a lifeline. You will always feel better. You go to bed at night and you feel feel desperate and you feel dejected. We're never going to get to the truth. And I know that feeling. Do not give up. God will send you a lifeline. The enemy expects us to give up and we never will. All right, folks, I've run out of time. Thank you so much for listening. Those were my rules for resistance. If you like them, go to my website, theshannonjoy.com, theshannonjoy.com. I'll have them posted there. And if you would like to contribute to this independent broadcast, we could always use those contributions. Uh, You can donate at theshannonjoy.com. Thank you so much. We'll be back tomorrow to do it all again. Hey everyone, Shannon Joy for Connecta Mobile. So when I started my show 10 years ago, I would talk to my friends about privacy and the Fourth Amendment, and they would look at me like I had three heads. Now, fast forward to 2024, post-COVID, and everyone is talking about privacy. We are freaked out by AI, grossed out by government surveillance, and very aware that data is the new gold. Combine that with the new reality that your whole life and all of your data is on your phone and in the palm of your hands, making you a sitting duck for common hackers, corporate hustlers, or government spies. Are you going to let them get away with that? Well, I'm not. And that's why I use my Connecta mobile phone as the official business phone for Joy Media. That's because Connecta is the only phone company that specializes in security and privacy above all else. Call Connecta Mobile today and talk to a real person who lives in the United States about securing your devices and communications for as little as $35 a month. Their basic plan includes device encryption, encrypted text, and data, also a free phone. That's just the beginning. Call 941-246-2156 to talk to a representative. That's 941-246-2156. 
or go to phone123.com slash joy today. That's phone123.com slash joy. Get securely connected today only with Connecta.